Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Tudor Assassin. Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson. Chapter 6 The Tavern. A frantic hunt through the narrow streets had led to naught in the Professor's search for her map. It held no great value in terms of navigation, she was certain she could find her way back to the machine unaided, nor did it pose any anachronistic consequences. It was contemporaneous to the period she'd landed in. Rather, it was the frustration of having been so careless as to lose it, and so soon after landing. She made her way along a variety of streets, choosing her steps carefully so as to avoid the scattered potholes and horse droppings. The scream of the vortex creature faded in and out of her mind, but no plan of action presented itself. It had been evening when she'd left her own time, several hours ago, relatively speaking. Tiredness was rising through her, and she determined to find accommodation for the night. On a quiet street close to the river, she found a tavern named the Cart Horse. She glanced up at its unassuming exterior and ventured inside with caution, only too aware of the reputation of London alehouses for brawls and more dangerous deeds. The interior was dull but well kept. Dozens of patrons clustered together on stools round rough wooden tables. The floor's wide flagstones were covered by a fine coat of straw, and a fire glowed in the hearth. The professor removed her hat and approached a petite woman with a lined face who was collecting empty tankards. "'Excuse me, madam. I wonder if you've any rooms to spare this evening?' "'I we do, if you don't mind the cold. There's no fireplace and a cold night ahead. A blanket will suit me admirably, I'm sure.' "'Blankets, is it?' She raised a brow, but a twinkle in her eye betrayed her caustic tone. "'Very high and fine, ma'am, I'm sure.' The professor raised a brow of her own and matched the haughty air. I must have mistaken for marking this as a reputable establishment. After a moment's pause, they both chuckled, and the old woman nodded to an empty table nearby. Mistress Bradley, welcome to the cart horse. Get yourself sat down and I'll bring you a slice of something for your supper. Many thanks, dear lady. The professor set down her bag and sat on a wooden stool, leaning back against the cool wall for comfort. She glanced around the tavern and couldn't help but grin. Some hours might have passed since she'd arrived at the bank of the Thames, but the thrill of seeing history all around her had not diminished. Mistress Bradley brought a tankard of ale and a plate with a slice of meat pie on it and placed them on the table. There's more to spare, should you wish it. Not seen a man or woman yet who could stomach second helpings of these pies, mind. Thank you. It looks most... intriguing. Intriguing. That's new. I'll have the serving girl take your bag up and pass you your key. Won't be a sec. She turned to go back to the bar. Intriguing. Eh, that'll do it. The professor took a sip of the ale. It was strong but not bitter. The pie she considered more carefully, but hunger overtook her and she ventured a mouthful. Though not unpleasant, the difficulty in judging quite what meat it was filled with was disconcerting. "'May I interrupt?' a smooth male voice inquired. The professor looked up to see a slim young man with untidy straw-like hair and a neat beard standing beside her. 
It appears rather more crowded than usual. Might I sit with you? Of course, she replied, after swallowing a mouthful of pastry. Much obliged. He took off a long dark cloak and sat opposite her at the table. There was a bohemian air about him and an unmistakable confidence. Mistress Bradley approached and set a full tankard before him. I'd hoped we'd seen the last of you, she grunted, then held out a hand. He grinned. How could I stay away when there is such... He looked at the pie. Fine cuisine to be enjoyed. He took her hand and kissed it. She clipped him lightly across the head. Three shillings you owe me. How could it have slipped my mind? How indeed. He reached down, took out a purse, and produced three coins. Any discount for a smile? No, she said, and took the coins before turning to the professor. Watch yourself. With that she left. The man put away his purse and chuckled to himself. Are you lodging here as well? asked the professor. No, my debts were drawn up some time ago. I was hoping the poor dear might have forgotten, but her memory's not deserted her yet, it seems. Neither's her hearing, she called from across the tavern. I'm just passing through, he continued. I have an appointment to meet a friend this evening. What brings you to the city? Idle curiosity, really. You live nearby, then? You, you work in London? The man sighed. I have all manner of engagements to keep me amused. Trifles, really. Mistress Bradley walked past, collecting more tankards. She saw the professor's bag still sitting on the floor and walked to the foot of the stairs. Astrid, shift your eye. There's a bag needs moving. Mind your temper. I'm coming, I'm coming, came the reply from the upper floor. The professor's eyes widened. Unmistakably, it was the voice of the thief who'd taken her map. Footsteps sounded on the creaking wooden stairs. The professor stood and dashed behind a wooden beam standing in the middle of the room. Is something the matter? asked the young man. Say nothing! Very well. He picked up his tankard and leaned casually on the table, sipping his ale. A young girl descended the stairs. Like her employer, she was petite, with a shock of brown hair covered by a scruffy flat cap. She wore a plain white smock marked with smudges and stains, not least its hem, which had clearly been walked through many a muddy puddle. Over the smock was a pale blue kirtle, loosely tied. She looked about the tavern and spotted the leather bag. "'This yours?' she asked the young man. "'Indeed it is not,' he countered, and glanced at the pillar nearby. The professor stepped out into the open. "'Come to pick the rest of my pockets, have we?' "'Oh, blood, it's you!' She made to run, but the man at the table stuck out her foot and tripped her. The professor lurched forward to catch her before she fell and held her tightly by the elbows. "'Get your hands off! What's the upset here?' I'll have no brawls in my house, chided Mistress Bradley as she approached. This young maid of yours relieved me of my property earlier today, explained the professor. Astrid, for all that's holy, I've told you that's to stop. A regular criminal, mused the young man. I would like my map back. The serving girl looked from the professor to Mistress Bradley to the man who'd tripped her. There was no use protesting. All right, have it back then. She reached inside her smock and produced the map. She'd flattened the rolled of parchment and folded it over. The professor took it, unfolded it, and checked it was no counterfeit. That's enough from you, my girl, or you're out on your own again, snapped Mistress Bradley. No, cried the girl. Oh, there's no need, really, there isn't, the professor said calmly. 
See? She's not hassled. Oh, don't turn me out, please. Her employer frowned. Ugh. Go and sweep up. Astrid glanced at the professor before picking up a nearby broom and exiting. Well, this has been beautifully diverting, but I must leave, said the young man. He downed the last of his ale and picked up his cloak. Turning to the professor, he held out his hand. A pleasure to meet you, miss. Professor Cronemier. She took his hand, which he kissed. Professor, forgive me. With that, he turned to leave. I didn't discover your name, good sir. Marlowe. Christopher Marlowe. He nodded to her and left the tavern. The Chronicles of Professor Cronomio, an Unbound Theatre production. The Tudor Assassin was written by Dario Knight. It was performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs>